Welcome back. Happy Friday. Welcome back to Cookies and Milk, Bedtime Stories with Monica. I really hope you've had a good week. Been a trying one for most of the nation, as most weeks are. But I want to encourage you to get out and celebrate. Like, Take some inventory of your week, of the things that, when I say the things that you've accomplished, um, can you weigh them on the scales of, I'm going to use a religious term here, but I'm going to explain myself. Can you weigh them? Can you weigh the things that you've done this week on the scales of righteousness and reconcile your accounts in your own souls? That's like so deep. You guys are like, oh my gosh, I'm trying to go to sleep. Monica, really? But seriously, you know, I talk a lot about keeping my accounts short. I don't like being in debt, period, whether it's credit card debt, whether it's financial debt or it's personal debt. I don't like accruing debt. So I try to keep my accounts reconciled and short. Um, and so I want to encourage you to start thinking along those lines because it is extremely liberating and it's righteous. When I use the term righteous, it usually invokes some kind of, oh crap, this is you know going to be a holy roller talk or I have to be perfect. I have to be totally sinless. Just like your fun meter just hits the toilet. But To be righteous is like to pursue life more abundantly and love according to God's love, not worldly love, which is usually codependent. Worldly love is usually codependent because worldly love is predicated upon mostly emotions not necessarily commitment. It's usually predicated upon preferences as opposed to um, being a person of principle. And it's very easy to go against our own principles. It really is. I think that's why the Bible tells us to be sober um, because our enemy walks around Seeking, you know, whom he can devour. And if you look around at the world right now, it's pretty easy to see that hell's jaws are wide open. But it's not God's will that any man should perish. Right? So many of you are tired. Your bandwidth is stretched really thin. And um, and I receive your emails. And I also thank you so much for the Emails of restoration and how, uh, you know, our talks together have inspired your life and they've changed your lives and they've changed the trajectory of your families, which means that that's like generational change. And that's all God. That is his glory. He uses me, but it's his glory. He pours into me. I'm, I'm nothing more than a vessel. And I am 
such a cracked vessel in so many ways of my humanity. So I implore you, you know, not to judge me or condemn me based on my own humanity while I'm trying to do this thing with you. I probably the hardest account for me to reconcile on a daily on the daily um, is my account with myself. And that's just my upbringing. And it's something that I have to take my personal debts to God to contend with. Otherwise, I'm really good at digging holes and shoving that stuff down in there or putting on my fig leaves and, you know, just hiding. But when you're hiding from the only redemption, from the only reconciliation, from the only atonement, that's not good. And I know many of you do the same. You struggle. And the word of God says that if we will confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. Doesn't mean we won't sin again. Hopefully, as we're navigating in this thing called life, we are going from glory to glory. God is finishing the faith, the good work that he began in us. And he said he would. So there's a part of me that wonders if we just laid back and relaxed. You know, I get this vision of like being on this beautiful body of water. Like you're out, <laughs> you're out in the Caribbean, right? The water's perfectly still. It's crystal clear. I mean, it's just gorgeous. You can see the white sand beneath your feet. And you're just kind of kicked back on a raft and your arms are behind your head and your hands are clasped and you're chilling. I mean... There's not even a single wave in sight. And and this is how I like in my relationship spiritually with God, right? And the sun is out. There aren't any sharks around. And if there are, who cares? I mean, it's just so peaceful and beautiful. Like nothing, there's not a cloud in the sky. Nothing could go wrong. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, this tsunami wave literally that's been building and building and building. It just comes out of nowhere and bam, you know, you, it just lands right in your gut and you just hit the bottom of the sea. You're like, where the heck did that come from? And sometimes that can be temptation. It can be an addiction you thought you were finished with. It can be a behavior pattern that you thought you outgrew. It could be the loss of a job, a diagnosis, a divorce, an affair. It could be, an, it could be you know, your reputation, just someone just psh, skewers you online for no reason. I mean, there's any number of things. It could be a national election that wasn't supposed to be stolen. I mean, it could be anything that you just look up and go, wow, really? I didn't even feel that or see that coming. And so then the trauma of that stays with you actually on a cellular level, uh, on a psychological level, synaptic level, your body remembers that. And so as you go on about your day, you like you pick yourself up, you get off the raft, you spit out all the sand and get the sand out of your butt crack and, you know, keep moving and pick up your little raft and get up to safety on the shore and just kind of shake it all off and go, what, what was that? Where did that come from? Why did that, why did I do that again? Why did I go back to that vomit? 
why did I think that way? Why did I feel that way? Why did I behave that way? Why did I spend that way? Why did I log on at three in the morning that way? Why, why did I, you know, why did I call her again? Why did I meet him at the hotel again? Why, why did I dress that way again, knowing what it would provide? You name it. Why did I lie again? You know, there's any number of accounts of ours to be reconciled. And so what I want to leave you with this evening is knowing that it's, it is not just okay, but it is paramount that you take your ledger, your self-ledger, and go before your creator. Do that tonight, please, before you go to bed. At least think about doing it. At least consider the possibility that God is not lying when he says that he wants to repair all of the broken places and restore you to perfection, which in the Greek actually means wholeness. Wholeness. It doesn't mean you're never going to do another face plant. It means that you're walking after wholeness. And there's only upside to being whole. For some of you, that doesn't sound fun. It doesn't sound dark enough, you know, and it's not. Sometimes it's not fun. Sometimes it's not, it's not, it's not instantaneous gratification. Sometimes it's saying no to those people who want you to come out again or no to the person you know you don't need to see again or no to the conversations with the gossips that call you every time or no to the bad business deal, no to contributing to someone's alcoholism, no to the fifth Twinkie, you know, no to that thing you're about to tweet. I mean, it's, and these are very, these are very modern issues we have. First world problems, right? Other people in other countries are, hmm, do we steal that loaf of bread because my kids haven't had anything to eat in three weeks? Or, you know, do we submit to Islam, to this Islam faction because, you know, they cut off the heads of my uncles just last week for being Christians? Do we, you know, sleep with the king so that he doesn't uh, kill our daughters? I mean, these are like third world issues, right? Do we drink the water that we just saw the cow urinate and defecate in? That's the only thing we have. Even though I look over at my child and his belly is filled with worms. Yeah, I mean, these. so it's all relative. I don't, I don't say that to guilt you. I'm just saying that other people have different issues. We have different temptations as Americans. We have technological temptations. We have so many door points into our psyches, into our spirits. And when you're not reconciling the account, your personal account with God and with yourself, you are open prey for a very dark kingdom, for a dark world system, a matrix that wants to devour you. And I don't want you to be devoured. So take the time this weekend to just relax. Maybe make a commitment tonight before you go to bed to stay offline. It's not going to be easy, but just stay offline. Do some, Put your phone out of your reach. I guarantee you 
nothing in your life will probably burn down as you're taking a 12-hour break. Just try 12 hours, a 12-hour break from your phone. You can alert people that need to know, listen, or whatever your entry point of temptation is, take a break from it. And, and replace that thing with communication time with your creator. Just ask a simple question. Hey God, what do you think of me? These are the questions I ask. These are the questions I used to ask my father. Dad, is there anything about me that you admire? <laughs> and you know, none of his other kids ever asked that question because who does? You know, I'm just the weird one. And I loved my father. I still do immensely. And so his his admiration or anything that he found remotely noble or honorable about me was something I needed to hear. And some of you never heard that either. And if your parents are still alive, ask. You'd be surprised at how surprised they are that you don't know how much they think of you. I mean, seriously, when you start getting honest in your communications, and some of this is for your own healing, because we keep going back to things that are destructive for us because there's something in there that is not whole. And the church loves corporately to just hellfire and brimstone you to death about things that sometimes you feel like you have no control over. You feel like you're completely possessed. And maybe you are. Maybe you have a spiritual entity that has, in fact, attached itself to your spirit. And without knowledge of that, you know, we perish. Without knowledge and reconciliation of that, it is very possible for people to perish. It happens every day. How do housewives, beautiful suburban housewives, go from, you know, living high on the hog, being completely kept, kids are doing well, husbands well, you know, loved, cared for, and they end up meth addicts. There's something in there that's broken. Not to mention some things are just chemically, you know, create dependency. I understand that. Not everything is a devil. But there's a balanced approach to this whole spiritual thinking, which is why I love Ecclesiastes, because it is a very balanced book. Um, And so spend time, spend time with yourself. Oh my gosh, love on yourself this weekend. Do one kind thing for yourself this weekend. Just one self-care thing. That sounds so unicornish, but or snowflake-ish, but I'm telling you, if you want to take your communities, your homes, your country to a higher level of existence and continuing on the path of constitutional liberty, one way you do that is by taking care of yourself. That is not selfish. It is not satanic. It is not part of Satan's church. Self-care is not part of Satan's church. And self-care that involves God, for sure, is not part of Satan's church. So put down your religion, put down all of your biases towards yourself, or bring them with you. Bring all those self-defeating voices with you before the throne of liberation and lay them down. And I pray 
that your eyes would be open to something new about yourself this weekend that's glorious, that is God's glory in you, that is magnificent, it is beautiful, it is wonderful, it is unique, and that you'll never forget it. That is my prayer for you for this weekend, that you will never forget your moments with God, that you intentionally sought Him and you found Him. And I tell you it's going to happen because He promises that if you seek Him with all your heart, soul, and mind, you will find Him. If you knock, it will be opened. If you ask, you will receive. So let that be your ask for this weekend. Ask (laughs) for this weekend. (laughs) I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. You're wonderful. You're beautiful. You are fearfully and wonderfully made. Don't you ever forget it. God willing and the creek don't rise and all that Southern crap. I'll be back with you on Monday. Get some rest. God commands it. (laughs) At least a day of it. Okay? It's not a suggestion. It's a command. I love you. Till next time. Thank you.